What's going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose, your host of Kings of the Rings podcast and your general manager here. And you are listening to WrestleAttic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, ladies and gentlemen, it is the most wonderful time of the year and one of our biggest shows of the year, our Money in the Bank preview show featuring one of our very, very dear friends and special guests from the Down for the Count Women's Wrestling Podcast. Alexis is here to join us and not only are we going to be talking about Money in the Bank, we are also going to be talking about a door that was forbidden in Canada, but forbidden no more with a pretty, pretty epic AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling pay-per-view and we don't say that often. Uh, but sit back, relax, and make sure Donald Trump doesn't go on Fox News again. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is Kings of the Rings podcast, episode 345, Money for the Marks 2023, our eighth one ever, seventh annual Money for the seventh anniversary of Money for the Marks, exclusively on WrestleMania Radio, and it starts right now. Just as, I don't audio, think I've ever... just, just as audio tapes can go on Fox. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've never heard, I've never seen a worse criminal. I mean, seriously, the Hamburglar is a better criminal than former disgraced President Donald Trump. Like, I know, man. He's gotten away with it this far. So, like, he's wiggled out of every single crime he's ever committed. So, nah, I think he'll be all right. He's dead to rights. Well, I mean, he's the Hamburglar is more of, like, a meth head or a crackhead. That's, that's the energy he gives me. I mean, he's just trying to steal people's food. He's not giving out, like, you know, government secrets or anything like that. Dude, the crazy yeah, he's, thing he's, is, he's going to win a nomination from jail. Like, that's the, that's the crazy <laughs> thing. Hell. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. America. Crazy time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 345. Money for the Marks. It is one of our biggest episodes of the year, if not the biggest episode of the year. It's actually the episode or the name of the episode that we continually do besides Rumble of Royalties, Money for the Marks. Um, it's, the, it's the episode that I debuted on like seven years, seven, eight years ago, which is kind of fucking nuts. Of course, I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, and we are with a special guest uh, this week. K- uh, Kayfabe will not be joining us, but we are going to be joined by one of our uh, esteemed guests who has been on the show before. She is representing the Down for the Count Wrestling Podcast, and she goes by the name of Alexis. Alexis, how are you today? Doing good. How about yourself, man? I missed you. Yeah, we missed you too. You're great. I'm, I'm glad we're like TikTok friends. We send just really dumb memes and TikTok videos all the time. So, but it's good to That's have the- you back. That's the best thing to use TikTok for, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, TikTok has saved my my life this year. And of course, always with me, uh, with 77 days since his last incident. Congratulations, Will. You are progressing very, very well. Will Tarasak, how are you? I don't even remember what the incident was. What was the incident? I don't even remember. What did I do? That's, that is for me to know and you to figure out. Oh. It's going to be great. Yeah. Oh. Well, I know we don't want to talk politics on this podcast, but I imagine if Trump's a felon, he won't be able to vote in the election he's going to win. <laughs> meaning, the, meaning, meaning the primary. <laughs> so, riddle me that one, Batman. What a country. My name is Will Tarashik. T is in Thomas A-R-A-S-H-U-K, a professional podcast host here for another fun, adventurous episode of King's Rings Podcast. Very excited. 
My favorite yes. show of the year, man. I thought it was last week. Yeah, no, this is this is gonna be a be a great show. And yes, for us, that was the Ambrose Cash and I when all three members of the Shield nice held the title. That was my favorite money in the bank, honestly. Just that yeah. end was just so I don't even know. It was like emotional. Yeah, I remember Will just screaming. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. Hey, what a first impression. That's literally the night we met. <laughs> yeah, that was the night we met. That was the night we met. <laughs> I was, uh, I had just moved up to Tennessee. I was staying with my mom, and I had just got back into wrestling. So, like, Ambrose was my guy. And I screamed when he won money in the bank. And when he, he cashed it in, I woke up my mom, my dad, my daughter, who was a baby at the time, the dogs, like they hated <laughs> me that night. And it was, I think that was just really, that was just a feel good moment of money in the bank, honestly. Yeah. All right. So a question for you, Alexis, uh, uh-huh. Since you being a a female body individual, what is the what is the John Moxie Dean Ambrose lore? Because we've had many of uh, women on this show, and a lot of them are huge Mox fans, or or in some aspect very attracted to him. What, what is it? Um, honestly, for me, is that he has a great sense of humor. Like, if you can make me laugh, I'm pretty much yours. Like. He's he's I mean he's cute. He's a grown ass man who has dimples when he smiles. Because if whenever, you notice now, that happens. Well, but now not in AEW because he's going through his emo phase again. But like when he was in WWE and he smiled, he had he has like dimples and he's just got. Just making sure my child don't hear me. He's got a nice ass. <laughs> like he's got the perfect proportion waist and then like. He's all ass, or he used to be, because like now he's getting kind of. <laughs> yeah, and it's just I I just I just liked him because like the way his character was, and then when I found out that's like how he is, mm. it's just like that's what kind of attracted me to him because like what you see is what you're getting, and I also yeah. just he's and he's funny and it's it's so weird seeing him with like pictures of his daughter. Because I'm just like oh, the first, the first person who breaks that little girl's heart's gonna get like stomped, like so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna pray for you. That's like Triple H's uh, when his daughters go through this, their first heartbreak. I'm just like, I don't want to hear like Lemmy blasting in my front lawn at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Triple H outside with a with his freaking leather jacket and jeans. Yeah, <laughs> got the sledgehammer. <laughs> I mean, I just think, I mean, he, he doesn't do much for me now in AEW, but, like, before, like, he started having the complications in AEW, like, when he went to rehab, which I'm really proud of him for going for. Mm-hmm. And um, he he was just really cute, but now it's just, like, and then he became a dad, and I'm like, hello, Dilf. But uh, now it's just kind of like, he's like that guy, if you go to, like, a punk hardcore show, he's always, like, the guy that's there for some reason. <laughs> I don't know, it's hard to explain now, but... I'm going next week to let you know if he's there. See, it's got to be the tortured soul allure. Ugh. It's like, I I don't like wrestlers who are pushing their 40s, like Finn Balor's doing, like, right now, saying, I gave my youth, they took my youth. Like, dude, what are you talking about? You're 40. Like, stop. 
I wish I looked like Finn Balor when I turned 40. Like, Jesus. Really? I wish I could just look like Trish Stratus or Lita because I'm about two years away from 40. That would be great. Trish, amazing. Thank you, Trish, if we didn't say it already. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, uh, so let's get this party going. We are going to talk about money in the bank and all this other fun stuff. But first, we got to do a little bit of a recap of AW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door. And I must say, Mister Tarashak, I I was I was sports entertained. I was impressed. I was. I thought I thought it was a great show. Great crowd. Great presentation. Love the set. Um, that is also the collision set. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, match placement was pretty solid. I like how CM Punk was second because fuck him. Um, <laughs> Booed him out the fucking building. Very interesting. He played it up very well. I am so ready for heel CM Punk or tweener CM Punk or just CM Punk in general. Uh, he His match also went pretty long, so he's got the gas in the tank. He played it really well. And, yeah, I thought the, I thought the show was excellent. I thought it was probably one of the best shows I've ever done. I haven't seen an AEW show since the last time CM Punk was on pay-per-view. And this one was way better than that one. Not so many gimmicks, only one bleeding guy, or two bleeding, one bleeding match, I should say. And yeah. I was thoroughly impressed. It made, me, it made me want to watch AEW again, to be honest. Yeah, Alexis, well, did you get to watch Forbidden Door at all? Uh, I did not get to watch Forbidden Door. I was actually up in Ohio. I was at the uh, Punk and Droblick Festival going on uh, with no effects putting on their last shows, oh, but I what? did catch... Yeah, me and my husband, (laughs) we went up there, and my husband's a huge NoFX fan. Like, he looks like Fat Mike, and I have always loved Fat Mike, so it kind of goes hand-in-hand, too. So there you go. go. Um, But I did see uh, the reaction that Punk got out of the the audience, and I'm just kind of like, well, this is what you guys wanted, right? You wanted him back. So what are you what are you doing? If you guys want to hear about gonna do a quick cross promotion. If you guys want to hear our feelings about CM Punk, go check out the show because I don't want to I don't want to bog down this show. Go check out uh, <laughs> down for the count because we are pretty open about our feelings about Phil Brooks. I did like the fact that he made a joke. He's like, I'm gonna keep trying. I won't give up. Just like your Toronto Maple Leafs. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. damn, uh, right for a, the jugular. Yeah, that's, listen, heels are going to heal. We, we did have a we did have a, our own Maple Leaf in the crowd. Mr. Fratz from Pretzelmania Podcast was there for his first pay-per-view ever. So congratulations, yeah, Mr. Fratz. I really hope you enjoyed yourself and you made it out alive and not drunk, which I which seems like you did since you're here. You appreciated the leap show. Good. A, a hockey fan with a sense of humor. Thank, thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> like we are very few and far in between because hockey fans, I'm telling you, they get passionate, man. Like, holy yeah, like crap. Like I'm aware. Like I'm an Islander fan. <laughs> you drink? Oh, you mean pregame, but I got, I got you. My husband's a Penguins fan. I know how crazy they can oh, get. But, really? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, I married into a Pittsburgh family. I married oh, into a Pittsburgh family. Yuck. See, god damn it! It's you know what it is. It's it's the Crosby thing. With, with he's, the such a, he's, he's such a sweet guy though. Nah, he can kiss but, my ass. Fuck him. Well, <laughs> okay. I don't care. I was really, I was really, really hoping, and then we could talk wrestling. But I was really, really hoping the Kraken. Uh, 
those are my, that's my new team. But like, I was really hoping they got so far, but I'm like, this could be the year we have cryptid Stanley cut with the devils, which are my boys too, versus the Kraken. Devils are better. And then like, I wanted them to play with each other. And then I was like, I still want them to win. But like for a second year team, Kraken got further than anybody was expecting, especially after being like one of the worst ranked teams last season. Sorry. I can talk about hockey forever. It's okay. The NHL knows expansion because they just load up their expansion teams and they already, they go to the playoffs like immediately. It's kind of nuts. By the way, speaking of which, because Vegas won the freaking Stanley cup uh, this year, but but real quick, you know what it is about Sidney Crosby for me? He's got that Tom Brady stench. Oh, Oh, come on. He's not that (laughs) He does. He does. He has the Tom Brady stench. Does he also kiss his son on the lips? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, can we... Titus O'Neil. Can we all just say that we don't like Alexander Ovechkin, though? Can we all agree on that? I like Ovechkin as as the most hockey fan ever. I I respect Obi. I think Obi's Obi's a fucking great player. That man's an assassin on on the ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I I can't I can't stand Crosby. Burning passion, go Islanders. Anywho, uh, Forbidden Door, anywho. <laughs> Back to Forbidden Door. It was actually pretty good. Uh, like Will said, match placement was was kind of a little off. Like, for instance, like Brian Danielson and Kazusuke Okada should be the proper main event for all intents and purposes. Like, those are the two biggest draws. And it was the main event. The only problem was your hometown Canadian boy, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Yeah stole the show um, and put on a main event match on not the main event slot. It's like, well, they, they threw out Sting and Jericho to kind of cool, cool them down. Just... That cooled down a lot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I heard I heard that match was not, not the other one, but I heard that uh, the Jericho-Sting one was like the stink of the night. Yeah. 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 yeah it, was, it was one of those things like you you look at that match and you look at the people in that match and that would have been a fantastic match eight years ago? Ten years ago? No, because I've seen that match when WCW was still up and running. Yeah, it just it just didn't it didn't flow at all. It would have been a great impact match. <laughs> yes. Yes, there it, it is. There it is. That would have been the match. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait to talk about that guy, um, which I didn't know. He was actually in the PC like 10 years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was fired from WWE. We'll talk about that in a second. But for oh, a bit more, no I, was, I was really impressed with it. Uh, JAS versus Hot Topic was not good. That's a very good analogy there, Fred. That is funny. Very good analogy. <laughs> Stan keeps no selling going through tables, and I don't get it. <laughs> he's too like I, I, he's too old to move. Dude, I feel like, like this, I feel like he wears hockey yeah. pads. He has to at this point. He's a fragile man. Like so that like, does make like, break his spine. Like that's why he probably can't move so well. He just wears he just wears padding underneath his floppy t shirt. It, it's no, a shame it's, too. If you notice on his legs, he's been wearing where it looks like there's been outer padding on the on his bodysuit, like around mm-hmm. his thighs. Yeah. Yeah, he he might because I don't know. Singh is one of those guys. Um, Tiff called him highly. Years old. Yeah, he's like highly favorable, highly blessed. That's what she says. Because like he's not he's a non problematic fave. Because when's the last time you heard Singh acting up? And Never. he shows up. I wish he wouldn't wrestle because that's like watching my dad wrestle. 
And I'm just like, and my dad's 70 something years old. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, you know what, dude, it's, it's, I mean, you're in way better shape and most of your constituents and you can walk. So that's a plus for you way to go. But let, let's hang up the face paint stinger. Like, yeah, come on. Just, just give us Steve. I'm, I'm cool with Steve. Steve, Steve's cool. I've met Steve at an access. Steve's awesome. We yes, don't need Sting anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, do like Sting. Um, I, I I love Sting too. Uh, but let's get to the to the main event of the night, which was Okada versus Danielson, which was a very technical match, like pure technical wrestling match. Very very good. I mean, Okada always delivers, but it was weird to see Kazusuka Okada tap out to Brian Danielson. Yeah, but he he fucked up Danielson's arm big time though. Yeah, yeah he, bro- he broke his arm. Nuts. Yeah, it's, I mean that's it's a clean. Happen. It's a clean break, so you know that's a good thing. But still, it's just like the dude broke his forearm and he still wrestled like ten extra minutes. Like I love Daniel Bryan, but I'm just like, dude, you are not the the young spring chicken that you used to be going you got kids and a wife at home like you need to maybe slow it down a bit bro you know he's thinking now well that was fun time to go back to wwe and retire (laughs) (laughs) did my bingo halls now i'm out of here like what else Uh, who else does he possibly have to wrestle like mjf maybe maybe? he's already wrestled hasn't he wrestled mjf he might have i don't know yeah like what else is on his bucket because he went to aw to do bucket lists which hey man i get it like I would have yeah. done it too, but at some point, it's like how much, like 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 you said, how much is left? How much more do you got to do? Right. Also, like he he's like like Daniel Bryan's one of these people who. Oh, uh, Daniel! But Daniel Bryan uh, is one of these people who will only be will will keep on wrestling until he dies and someone has to stop him. And clearly, Bree hasn't been able to do it. Triple oh, H tried. Book. you know and so it's one of those things where like i get scared for because daniel bryan has had concussion after concussion after concussion now he's breaking Mm -hmm. bones i'm just like what is left for you like you can like daniel bryan you can hang it up like we're good like you can like you can go daniel like it's fine like your your legacy is solidified i'm i'm just worried that he's going to be in the ring too long and something completely catastrophic is going to happen to him and that's the last thing, honestly, like if I like a wrestler, if I don't like their persona, if I do like their persona at the end of the day, that is somebody's, you know, husband, wife, child, grandpa. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's important to somebody and you don't want to see that happen. Like the Ric Flair match <laughs> with him and Jarrett. They, I didn't watch it. Nicole took the one for the team, so we appreciate that greatly for her. <laughs> and she said the entire time he he was, like, trying to breathe, and it looked like at one point he was clutching his chest, looked like he was having a heart attack. And I'm just like, uh, Ric Flair will not stop until he dies in this ring. And I'm going to say something really controversial. Go right ahead. You mentioned how Bree is kind of not – putting the foot down she tried um, once and it got him out of wwe and then he's in AEW. but he's still in AEW doing this stuff and it, this is the thing that kind of irks me about another wrestling wife but i don't want to say her name because 
she already gets enough hate, so I'm not trying to send hate to her, if that makes sense. Like, Oh, I know who it is. Continue. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. Please give me another hint. I figured uh, it out. She served in the military. No, it's, it's not her. Um, she's married to one of the guys in the Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, gotcha. Continue. Yeah. She, um... <sighs> I'm really not trying to paint her out to be like a bad person because she already gets enough shit. She's not one of my favorite people, but, you know, I am going to defend her, though. She lets her husband, who is the same age my husband is right now, and he, she's still letting him go out there, do these stupid hardcore matches, these stupid stipulation matches where he's getting busted open every week, and it's just like... Why are you not stopping him from doing this? Like putting the foot down, say you need to stop doing this dumb shit. You're pushing 40. You can't keep busting your head open. You can't keep getting hit in the back with, you know, barbed wire bats or something like that. Cause he, God bless Mick Foley. I forget that Foley's only 10 years older than I, like maybe 10, 15 years older than me, mm-hmm. but he looks like he could be my grandpa. Like yeah, that yeah, scares me, and he yeah, tells Foley's people, lucky you, to be alive. "Foley is fifty-eight years old." That's just, so he's just only, turned fifty-eight in June. So he's only twenty years older than me. He looks like he's in his seventies, and that's no shame to Mick, but like, and he only has one ear. Yeah, <laughs> and I I was watching that thing with him and Taker rewatching a uh, Hell in a Cell, and I'm just oh, like, so much fun. He goes, I. <laughs> He's like, I'm looking over the ring, the, the cage. I'm going, come on, Mick. Tell me you're breathing. Show me you're breathing. <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you doing? It's just like, my husband used to do stupid stuff when uh, we were dating. And it got to the point where I just didn't want to put up with it anymore. And I told him, I said, you either have to make it, you have to make a choice. Either you keep acting like this or I'm gone. And because I'm not I'm not putting up with the dumb stuff. And I just wish like someone and I, it's like someone's like, well, you know, he just probably doesn't listen to her. Well, that's an issue that they're going to have to deal with because there's a miscommunication somewhere. If you're with somebody, if you're married to somebody or you're in a relationship with somebody for a long period of time, there needs to be an open line of communication. And if if I got if I'm telling someone no and they still go off and do something, I'll be like, you didn't listen to a damn thing that I said, did you? Yeah, and it's it's just it just like put your feet down, wrestling like put your foot down, wrestling wives, because a lot of the husbands are getting older, they can't keep doing this stuff for much longer. Yeah, no. and I, I I hear you, like I t- I totally hear you, and like, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Bree does have those conversations. You pretty much hinted to it on Twitter. Uh, like, mm-hmm. real, realistically, right? If like say say be put a foot down. Brian's choosing wrestling. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's going to choose wrestling, and I think, yes, and I, I, I think, I think most wrestlers would. And it's just like, well, now it comes to a situation where, do you want to lose your family being a single mom, or just let your husband do crazy shit until he learns? And like, realistically, what, like, as a wife, realistically, what can you actually do? Because at the end of the day, he's a man; he's going to make his own decisions. Okay, I'm not married, so like, I understand wanting to put your foot down and having that communication. And I, I hope they do for both of their sakes because he does have responsibilities. I do agree with you. He should not be going through these death matches. And Dana Bryan should not be breaking his fucking up for a wrestling match. But realistically, like, really, what you put your foot down, like, what can you actually do? You can't hop in their skin and control their brain. Not True. Bad. And I, I would never be like, you need to 
pick between family and wrestling, yeah. but I would kind of add in there. Do you want to can, and this is just a big one for me because we see so many wrestlers being broken by the time they're yeah. 40. And they die in their sixties. Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I would just, I would just kind of be like, do you want your family? Do you want to be here for your kids? Or do you want to be in a wheelchair with someone wiping your ass and changing diapers? Because you had to do She's that last. wiping and changing. <laughs> not me, man. Nope. I would not be me. I wouldn't leave your ass, but I hire somebody for you. Like, all right, I'm like, if you ever become in massive, like, some way where you can't, you know, wipe your own ass, I have too much respect for you to do that. Yeah. I'm going to hire somebody to do it. Because yeah. as a wife, I love you. We have done some weird shit, but that's where I draw the line. This would be a good am I the asshole. I mean, that, that's just the thing. And it's like a lot of these guys are having kids later on in life, which is great. You know, you, you want to get all that crazy stuff out on the road before you have a kid and settle down. But some, what if something goes wrong in like a match or a death match, God forbid, and you yeah. get crippled and you can't play with your kid, you can't pick up your kid. The thing that would kill me as a parent is not being able to be there for my kid, like at plays or yeah, anything school related or anything like that. But I, I don't know. It's just me being an old parent person. So. No, I mean all all your all all your concerns are valid. I think it's a concern about not only uh, does you know the wrestlers' wives have, but a lot of fans of them have too as well. Because you want to be able to see them and and talk to them. You want them to live a pre- pretty pretty long life. I personally want to see Daniel Bryan live long enough to have his daughter face one of the Miz's children in oh, a yes. wrestling match. That's all I want. Ultimate <laughs> match. Yeah. It's like the hearts and the flares. You have the the Danielsons and the and the Mizzes, I guess, the Mizanins. Yeah, the Danielsons and the Mizanins. That's the new big wrestling rivalry families right there because that that has to be it. Especially if Daniel Bryan goes back to WWE and Miz is the one to retire him, which is the way it should be. Um, but we'll see what happens with I that. I just think it's I just think it's funny that Roman had two twin boys and Seth and Becky had a girl and then Renee and Mox had a girl. And I'm just thinking, like, what if the two of Roman's boys got with them? And it's like the old little mini shield. The Samoan dynasty continues. I I would just. Roman had twins. Yeah, Yeah, he actually has. Did he call him Jimmy J? (laughs) No. He, get this. Genetics are weird. He has two sets of twin boys. Wow. That's a fact. Wow. That's why he's been champion for so long because his wife is like calling WWE and is like, keep making him champ because I cannot have any more of these Samoan babies. <laughs> he needs keep him on the road. Too. Like, he needs the money. That makes all, all the sense in the world now. There's a picture of him like flexing and I'm looking at his arms because, you know, Roman's a big guy. His mm-hmm. arms are so big, he was able to put like each one of his like sons, like they're tiny on his arms and flex like this. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, Roman has like six kids. Yeah. I I knew Roman had a daughter. I didn't know he had a daughter. I know he had I didn't know he had two sets of twins. Yeah. She's funny. She's funny because fucks, dude. (laughs) Like his his daughter is just (laughs) like so over everything. Everyone's like, your dad's Roman Reigns. Like that must be so cool. And she's just like 
She's like, yeah, yeah, I walked up the ramp with him at WrestleMania 32. Everybody booed us. I get it. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. He brought his daughter after he won the title the first time, and none of us gave a shit about him. He still booed him. (laughs) Yeah. stupid daughter. (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Yeah, it it was great. But anyway, Forbidden Door, folks, check it out. I don't think you'll be too disappointed by it. It was was a really good show. Uh, Looks like they're getting things together Next up on their docket is All Out, I believe, yeah. from what we... Yeah. A month or so. Uh, quick, yeah. Side, quick side break. MJF, great match. He had, a, he had a really good match. Great storytelling, as always. Yeah. Yeah, no, good job for MJF. Uh, real fan of him. His theme song is really catching on to me, too. I am, I am enjoying his theme song a lot more. Yeah, it's, it's catchy. It's catchy. And I think not too soon after All Out, it's going to be all in. I'm like, wow. Yeah, doing yeah, a full week in Chicago, which is like... Dude, kill, why don't you just kill the market after it's already dead? Why don't you? Yeah, TK. yeah, guys. Here's the here's the thing, TK. Space out your pay per views. You only have four of them. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> Space yeah. them out. Like, I know you can't sell out anywhere that isn't Chicago or overseas, but at least try. <laughs> Seriously, make it make an effort, Tony. Like, yeah, make I, I think it was fourteen thousand people I said on TV in that arena. It looked full. It's a good crowd. It looked it's a good it looked crowd. really full. I think the top wasn't that full. I don't know. Fretz can confirm for that for for us or not. Maybe I, I the camera angles were good then. Um, yeah, no, they 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 learned. They learned. They they still have a problem where they shoot their cameramen. Like if you watch WWE programming, you never see cameramen ever. It's very unless very they bad. unless they are mistakenly in the way, and then like you have someone like Randy who's like get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, like or unless <laughs> it's on purpose. But like yeah. AEW, I just noticed because I'm like working production and shit. I was like, oh, this cameraman all over the place. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like sloppy. <laughs> I honestly think a lot of the camera guys in WWE is like planted because th- oh no those, way in hell that camera equipment's way too expensive. Yeah, I mean it's just like the wires and everything. Like I got a buddy of mine who works in production, like he does, and he's like, "There's no way that all those wires should be hanging out for no reason." <laughs> and I just AEW still has a lot of the technical stuff to work out with. Um, they um. They need a better commentary team. I'm I'm sorry. Taz I will, is I will say this. Horrible. Taz is fine. I mean, Taz, I've, I've always enjoyed Taz as he brings the technical side to it. I'm going to say this now. I'm so glad they got Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly needs to replace JR. Yeah, Kevin Kelly, yeah. Kevin Kelly is pretty excellent. Yeah, Jungle Boy yeah. turned heel to I don't care. Like <laughs> <laughs> Unhook, okay. Yeah, like after the match, one punch, then, then, then oh, crowd, give me attention. It's just like, no, dude, beat up more. You want to get yeah. booed? Do something. Don't be like go like this, like your fucking Chavo. <laughs> Ooh, Chavo. Ooh, Chavo. Oh my god. Chavo's too bad being mad at Ray for bringing back the LWO because he's not a part of it. Anywho, thank yeah. you, thank you. Yes, Forbidden Door, very good. Go check it out. But let's move on to the reason that we are here. The reason for the season. It is yeah. money. In the Bank weekend, WWE is putting on Money in the Bank live from the O2 Arena in London. Uh, It is going to be uh, Saturday uh, at 3 p.m. on the East Coast in the States. So thank God it's not at like noon like it was for, um, for was it Crown Jewel or whatever? Uh, No, for uh, Night of Champions, sorry. Uh, uh, Night of Champions, it was Night of Champions. That was Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the NX, was it the NXT one that came out? Um, no, 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 not a champ because you had gold rush was NXT, Night of Champions was WWE. Clash of the Castle. Was 
Clash oh, of the yeah. Castle, yes. Clash of the Castle um, was the last one in Europe, but they are coming back for London O2 Arena. I'm very excited for for the for the match for the matches. I'm very excited for the for the crowd. Like London crowd is an amazing crowd, regardless. And now oh you're gonna bring God, yeah. Now you're gonna bring the fifth major. Uh, WWE pay-per-view because this is the fifth major to the London crowd they are going to go absolutely bonkers and ballistic not only that Money in the Bank is one of my favorite shows of the year I know it's Will's favorite show of the year Will and I were fortunate enough to road trip to Money in the Bank uh, in Connecticut that one year where Bailey won and Cassidy and Brock Lesnar ruined everybody's hearts especially the people in the front row after knocking over that ladder (laughs) and and then Mustafa's uh, big push yeah, that 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 match, uh, which is fun. So, oh, if Jermaine goes, I'd definitely like to hear from Jermaine because Jermaine is our is our friend overseas uh, for that. So let's talk about Money in the Bank a little bit about things going on around Money in the Bank. Like for instance, of course WWE is going to have an exclusive Money in the Bank Superstore, uh, largest selection of Money in the Bank merchandise. It's going to be open. Yeah, right. Son of a bitch. That's so cool. I'm uh. not gonna lie, I really like that white Money in the Bank London England shirt. Like yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I might go on the shop to buy, but it's going to be open starting uh, this Thursday at noon to eight. Too, yeah, that's probably oh. that's probably like the double the double plated Wing Eagle one too. Um, so yeah, it's going to be open starting Thursday at noon. It's going to be running all the way through the weekend, including it's going to be open after the event the next day, Sunday from ten to two. So. If you are fortunate enough to be in London uh, for that event, they also seem like they have the Union Jack on an exclusive Money in the Bank uh, briefcase, which I have one right behind me um, as well. So do go check it out. Uh, listen, if you've ever been to a WWE Superstore, especially for WrestleMania, it's amazing. It's fucking yeah. super. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. I'm, yeah, I spend, there's there's too much money. Alexis, have you ever been to like a WWE like Superstore for like a big event? Uh, when I went to WrestleMania for Ric Flair's last match, um, oh, that's you kind were of at twenty four. Yeah. Wow. Um, they that's when they started playing with the idea of like mm-hmm. opening this the stores up and everything. But I would love to go back now for one because I'm noticing they're bringing like stuff from like the WWE archives. Yes. And just to see that stuff like up close, because I'm a huge wrestling like history nerd. I love learning about like anything possible about old school wrestling. And um, they have I, I just want to see Andre the Giant's boots. Like that's all they're I there. like. They're fucking awesome. They also have a. Uh, yeah, they well formerly access. Yeah, they also had. The I DX think when we were in New York, the DX tank oh, was there. Uh, See, I try to seal that thing so fast. <laughs> I don't even know how to drive a tank. I would just, I'd be like, "This is mine Rose. now." They had, they had a lot of cool stuff. Trish's WrestleMania outfits, the uh, like the the Canadian special outfit that she wore once uh, when it was Takers at Dallas a couple of years ago. He had his own special exhibit, so you got to have like he had his own exhibit in the back it was like behind like curtains and it was like they had the graveyard stuff as theme music was going they had the the stone chair that he used to sit in for promos that stone chair was there the elimination chamber yes i remember (laughs) that yeah they have a piece (laughs) my favorite money in the bank is 20 was money in the bank 2020 because Mm -hmm. you could tell they had to think fast on their feet 
Oh, and is that that's the uh, the piece, the Connecticut the, one? Yeah. Yeah, and that when they went into the one boardroom and they have like the, the original, the original hall, uh, Hell in a Cell cages just hanging up. I'd be like, I would never be able to work for WWE because they would catch me like trying to take this stuff home because they don't throw anything away. Like they, they still have a have, giant warehouse of shit. And I they, want them to open props. a museum. They just turned props into a museum. Yeah, pretty much. They need to. Like, I would definitely go. And you can have, like, monthly different things, like the history of ECW and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I just want to see the Undertaker's caskets. I have seen pretty much all of them when they were on display during his uh, Hall of Fame year. They had Nick Foley's here. No. (laughs) (laughs) My husband would probably try to steal that. (laughs) They've had some crazy stuff. And even in the Undertaker exhibit, I'll mention that as well. They had all of his, like classic wrestlemania gear and so i was in there um and the person who was running it is like yeah you can touch it i was like what <laughs> he was like yeah go ahead i was like all right touch it yeah so i did i did <laughs> undertaker's gear is crazy okay i'm fangirling just give me a second oh undertaker's my god gear is absolutely nuts that whole exhibit was well worth the money that did we they, paid they of Andre's hands, you can compare how big there was. was. Yes, yeah, that was an Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They've had a lot of good stuff at their superstore size access. It's mostly a superstore now. Put it in, in general, folks. A WWE superstore is WWE Shop or the, the store formerly known as WWE Shop.com in real life. Anything you can think of is probably there and then something. We're talking figurines, mm-hmm. video games, shirts. A whole section of all the belts that they've ever done, signature, signature series and all, are all in like pretty much smack dab in the middle. So first thing you walk in, you see all the belts. Like 18 checkout lines. Like, they're ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're ready. They are absolutely ready. Also, if you're not going to be in London, which probably most of you are not, but you are going to be over on the East Coast, specifically in Brooklyn, based on the email I got today from WWE, since I'm on their mailing list, WWE is also holding... In an official Money in the Bank watch party in Brooklyn at the Dave and Buster's and the uh, Atlantic Terminal Mall, right out, right next to Barclays Center. It is going to be featuring um, a, a guest appearance by the Gargano family. Johnny and Candace will be there to host the event. It's going to be first come, first serve. You can register online uh, for it as well uh, at uh, the Dave and Buster's website or whatever company that's running it through Dave and Buster's and. Also, they are going to be doing some giveaways. One of those giveaways is going to be a full Money in the Bank briefcase full of WWE merchandise. Um, Dang! Oh, it gets even better. As well as they are going to be giving away tickets to next year's WrestleMania in Philadelphia. So if you're in the Brooklyn area, uh, I think they're going to start doing check-ins around 2 o'clock, an hour before Money in the Bank. So I, I am considering going to Brooklyn. I know my friend Sir Charles is like, so you're going, right? And I was like, oh, you just want me to go to win WrestleMania tickets so you don't have to pay anything. He's like, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Damn, man. I don't yeah. ever do anything good like that where I live at. Damn. So here's the thing. I, I, I want to go win the tickets so I can sell them and get cheaper tickets. I was thinking the same thing, actually. Like so why? So sell them at a premium and then you just have to buy floor seats. Duh. Yeah. Why is Candace hosting and not in the Money in the Bank ladder match? That's what I I need to know why she's not in this match. Yeah, why, I don't she, know. Why isn't she wrestling? She's not on TV ever either. Yeah, I, I don't think, know. I think she might be taking it easy still with, with Quill or whatever. Is so Johnny maybe. Wrestling either. I think John's coming back to help with Ciampa soon 
Now that Chomp is back, thank God. There are rumors that a DIY reunion is going to take place. <laughs> Rico, great comment because Mayor Kane doesn't do handouts. He wants y'all to put your pull yourselves out of out your bootstraps. Good job. I Rico. hate the fact that this guy's my mayor. Jesus oh, Christ. Glenn. Oh, Glenn. But so here's the thing. Wait, I don't no, like. He's not I, a good politician. What's wrong with Kane? <laughs> no, the Kane best thing, sucks, dude. The best thing about the best thing about Mayor Mayor Glenn Jacobs or AKA Kane, there's someone who trolls his Facebook page. Oh yeah, I've seen that it's really <laughs> all the time. It's really funny. Okay, kiddo. <laughs> yeah. So the the here's the other thing about WWE's thing. So I'm on their mailing list, but they also kind of know what region of the of the U.S. that I live in. So I'm not sure if this is the only official watch party that they're doing. It is a possibility that they are doing other watch parties in other major areas. I doubt it, but this also might be a pilot. To see how well it's to see how well they do because they've never really announced like we're doing a rocks party ever. The one in Orlando has Jinder Mahal and Veer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so so it, it is very possible. But if you guys do go, I I might be there. I'm not. I'm I I may not. I don't know yet. I'm still up in the air. But it is interesting, especially if you want to win some WrestleMania tickets. Also, hang out with Johnny and Candace. I've hung out with Johnny and Candace. Will Will and I have hung out with Johnny. Yes, we have. Uh, He's awesome. Awesome man. They're excellent people. Not worth going to Brooklyn for, dude. I hate, I hate going anywhere past Manhattan. <laughs> well, to me, it's more of a direct shot. And also, by the way, folks, the, the meetup is free. You just have to oh, register. Wow. And yeah. Again, it's completely free because you're going to spend a crap ton of money at Dave and Buster's anyway. Yeah, I'm going to Queens on Sunday though, so I'm definitely not going to Brooklyn on Saturday. Oh yeah, that's a lot of barrel. That's a lot of barrel traveling for you. You don't. Yeah. Anyway, but let's get into the actual main card of Money in the Bank. Of course, we're going to start with the Money in the Bank ladder match, which now includes Logan Paul. Uh, we have yeah. Damian uh, Priest, the man formerly known as Pete Dunne, now known as Butch, which I do predict we are getting Pete Dunne on Saturday. Uh, I have a, I have a strong feeling that he's going to be rebranded as Pete Dunne again. Uh, Santos Escobar, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ricochet, and uh, in my opinion the the favorite to win this match, L A Knight. I can't because, do sign language yeah. that. I don't know what I was doing. Funny <laughs> one fact about LA Knight, which I think I mentioned earlier, LA Knight used to be a part of a PC ten years ago. And he he references on I think Chris Van Vliet's podcast. He was fired from WWE and he was told it wasn't because of a skill issue. Apparently he had a shit attitude. Couldn't tell by his character. Uh, <laughs> I think I heard I think I heard rumors about that. Like he was a real dickwad back in the day, yeah. but he's kind of mellowed out now. Yeah, he he they, he had a shit attitude, so he was really he pretty much got forced to go to Impact, became world champion, and then they they wanted to re-sign him again, but they also weren't going to up the money that they had first offered him. So he realized like I got to eat shit for a little bit and to build myself up, and that's exactly what he did. And I think LA Knight is going is my is my favorite to win this my disaster pick before we move on to you guys my disaster pick because i want to see wrestling twitter burn to the absolute fucking ground logan paul I, look, look at him I, He's like, you know i'm winning it this crap you know i'm winning it bro you know i hate the i hate the fact he's so front and center like he's the main guy you're getting your attention on like i just want to kick him in the balls because i know that's why his character's big, great he's the biggest star on this graphic by far that's why 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Will Terry's like, who do you have winning this thing? I'm not going to lie. I'm going with Fretz on this one. I got Damian Priest. Ooh. Yeah, I, I've, I've, okay. I've been picking Damian Priest since the beginning. I know people love L.A. Knight, and he's like the fan yeah. favorite. Yeah, but uh, no. Let me talk to you. I'm not going to win this thing. Sorry. Yeah. Aww. Listen, do you know how many songs include yeah? Like just saying yeah randomly. And do you know how many people have stitched videos of L.A. Knight singing the yeah part of a like of a popular song? Of like, of like, it's like, fabulous. Like Usher's, oh, like Usher's yeah. Oh, Usher. I was like it. Usher's yeah. And you just hear yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stitch the audio together. It's amazing. Um... I would love for Logan Paul to win this because I just want to see, I want to have people's minds be exploded to be like, what the hell's going on? I would also love Logan Paul to win this, but <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah, I do think it's, I do think it's Damien Priest. I think he needs it the most. And he, he would do the most with it because they're really high on judgment day right now. And Finn's going to lose. Rightfully so. Lose too. So you have someone you, win is weird. You, you want to create a power struggle in the judgment day. Exactly. Yeah. It's really good. Alexis, who do you have winning this money in the bank? I got to go with LA Knight. Like yeah. me and Nicole and so many of us have been like manifesting that LA Knight's going to win. <laughs> just, just looking at it from like a wrestling perspective, he he could definitely go after Seth or uh, whoever Roman drops the title to because it's going to be a good buildup. Uh, yeah. We've had enough failed cash. Now, if we're looking at like statistics or whatever, we've had. And sorry, I talk with my hands a lot. This is really weird watching. It's, over, it's perfectly fine. Go right ahead. It's cool. Um, now, wrestling statistic wise, we haven't had a failed male cash in in quite a while. Baron Corbin, maybe. Yeah. Well, Corbin was the last. Yeah, cause Corbin was the last one. Because wait, did Strowman win off after a cash in? Oh, Strowman lost. Strowman lost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brock chucked that that briefcase all the way up the stage. I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Brock was like, not today. (laughs) He went to cash in the next night, and that's when the shield reformed for a night only and made sure Braun did not win. Did did Brock cash in and win it? Brock in the bank? I want to say yes. I I don't know. I, I want my heart of hearts. I want LA Knight to win because he deserves it. Honestly, he put in the work down in NXT. He was great in NXT. I still think of him as Eli Drake in NWA because that was he's the reason just I- doing Eli Drake. That's all he's doing. Yeah, I know. It's- yeah, that's right. Brock killed Kofi. That's correct. Thank you, Fred. He he got me into. That was no. that was a declared match. Yeah, yeah. That was just hey, Smack like, comes on Fox, yay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would really all all the excluding Logan Paul, I would not like it if Shinsuke won because Shinsuke is kind of on his way out. Um, because he doesn't. He, I mean, he said he just wants to wrestle for a couple more years and then that's it. Uh, Priest, it would be a shocker if Priest won, and then Finn loses. And then, like that power struggle, story. that power struggle story. within the Judgment Day, I don't want Logan Paul having it. 
I, I don't. I don't like him. I hate the fact that he's actually good in wrestling. Everybody does. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't deny how good he is now. I get nothing from him. I think him and Ricochet are going to have like another moment like they did at the Rumble. Yeah, Ricochet and Ricochet and Logan Paul are going to annihilate each other again, like the bit of the Rumble, and I can't Instead wait for of it. Flash, I'm gonna tell me, is he gonna kiss? It's gonna make out just around. Little, it's just, 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 back, just a little. Bro. Oh, you know what? Logan Paul's I gonna want, boop him. I don't know. It's boop. <laughs> I want the I want the match to be good. Oh, but I think then at the same time, I want someone to break character and take the world's most expensive Pokemon card and stand over Logan Paul's carcass and rip it in two right in front of him. Like, that would be... Oh, my goodness. That like, would I don't be amazing. Know if that would be a dick move, a heel move, an anti-hero move, but I'd be like, I want to be the one who does it. Anti-hero, but it would be glorious. Like, I don't mean, I love Logan Paul. I, I think he's fucking amazing. <laughs> I love his character. I love his personality. He might be a dick in real life, but... I, I can I can confirm he is kind of a dick in real life. I have someone who met him during WrestleMania weekend. I don't I don't doubt it. I mean, the guy's got a massive. He guy's like twenty four years old. He's got a massive ego. Like yeah, you know it can't be as worse as his brother. You remember when his brother showed up? What was that at WrestleMania like last year? Or no, that was a, like that? that was Crown Jewel. That was KSI. Yeah, no, no, no. KSI was at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Jake, Jake showed up. Jake showed up during the uh, Saudi Arabia Championship yeah. match with Roman. No, his brother is well, a bigger. Way bigger dick and not a no, it was either. it was here in the states and I think it was like the first yes. time he was wrestling and his brother was like drunk as a skunk. Not surprised. And he was just like he was yelling at the crowd like he wasn't even paying attention to like the people like up at the little booth thing there. He just kept turning around mm-hmm. and yelling at the audience. And I'm just like, you could see like I don't like Booker T or Jerry Lawler, but you could see like them being like, this is the most disrespectful little shit we've ever had up here. Oh, shucky ducky, quack, quack. Um, (laughs) Very much more marketable, yes. I'm going with LA Knight. I I can't, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I want him to win. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. La Knight, I I think La Knight is is the favorite. He is my favorite. I would be surprised if Shinsuke. No way in hell, Ricochet. And Santos is not there yet. Santos will be a yeah, big player. This guy sucks. This guy's terrible. Santos is amazing. Santa, they are they are they are slow building Santos, and go I'm back, perfectly fine with it. Like Mexican mobster gimmick that was actually good. What he's doing, he's slowly he's slowly morphing that because he's wearing a little bit more um, fashionable stuff when he's not wrestling. And Santos is going to, I I really think I think Santos turns on Ray, usurps him, and then become and we bring back Mob Boss Santos. Yeah, please, dude, he's a terrible babyface. Awful. He's he's an okay, but they haven't done much with the LWO to begin with. But I'm also going to go LA Knight, uh, LA Knight or Damon Priest. That's going to be good. Now moving on to the women. Uh, which is going to be six women because there is not going to be a seven. So we have EO Sky, Bailey of Damage Control, um, Trish, and uh, Zoe, who is pretty much the female Roger Klotz uh, of, of that of that pairing. Uh, <laughs> she she gives me big Roger Klotz vibes. Um, you you have you have Becky Lynch because you need somebody to curtail this this uh, this this freaking cavalcade of a, of a circus is going to be this woman's money in the bank match and the uh, the queen of the chocla Zelina Vega which I'm just excited to see what Zelina Vega comes out again because she's a cosplay queen um, she's also one of the voices in Street Fighter which is kind of crazy that's awesome yeah that's awesome 
Uh, but if I'm if I'm if I'm being honest, uh, Alexis, we're going to go with EO Sky's going to win this whole damn thing. EO has to win. I have been begging the wrestling gods ever since I've seen EO that she needs to be in a Money in the Bank match when she gets to the main roster. She is absolutely amazing. Honestly, this women's Money in the Bank does not interest me at all. And that's usually the one that I look forward to the most. Uh, Bailey has been boring the absolute hell out of me. Damage control didn't do anything for EO or um, Dakota Kai. It makes no sense for them to be with Bailey. I think the breakup's coming soon. And I think this money in the bank is going to going to kickstart that. Yeah, that's why um, EO loses. I, I, I don't want her to lose because she's going to be the, like her and Becky are going to be the workhorses. I, I honestly yes. think that um, Becky has been in money in the banks. Bailey has been in money in the banks before. I don't know if Zelina has, but EO has been in war game matches. So she's used to, you know, the jumping off while in a trash can on top of a cage kind of scenario. Listen, Eo um, Sky will find a way to jump off of something high. She has Shane McMahon syndrome. She does. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the idea of Bailey. If Bailey causes her to lose, I'm not even going to have heat for Bailey. It's just going to be like more of an annoyance because again, she's done nothing for me since she's came back, and I love Trish. Let me make this. Perfectly clear. I love Trish. I do too. She does not need to be in Money in the Bank. I kind of agree with that. I think she will. Her, then this <laughs> needs to be the one that has a failed cash in because we have not had a failed women's cash in since they started the uh, women's excuse yeah, me the women's ladder match. Like a few hours later. Yeah, yeah. women have a hundred percent success rate. The men have, I think, around an eighty percent success rate, with a couple of notable failures. Damian Sandow being the most egregious of them. Uh, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> like I, yeah. I love Trish. Where's that? Where's I, that briefcase in their store? Damn it! I want the Sandowise money in the bank briefcase. That was a beautiful briefcase. I love Trish. She really is a pioneer when it comes to women wrestling in WWE. She is in amazing shape. I'm very jealous that she looks as good. Um, it's absurd. She looks even better in real life. I have a picture with her. It's unbelievable. Like her and Lita just look absolutely amazing. Like a lot of the women from that era in WWE have just, they look better than they did on TV. Molly Holly looks never, Molly Holly's never aged to me at least. <laughs> I love Molly. And, if you ask my husband, she never aged either because he loved Molly Holly. Um, I don't think she should be here. I get it. It's storytelling because it's going to be that SummerSlam match of Trish versus Becky. But we already got Trish versus Charlotte. And I'm just kind of like, well, what's what's the payoff for this? And Zoe being with her, I know it's because Zoe's not strong enough to stand on her own on the main roster yet. Yet. She's still working shifts at Applebee's. I not with that I jacket. Just, she got enough. She she definitely is a manager now at Applebee's. That <laughs> jacket is phenomenal. The two color jacket, love it. I I just want to know because looking at these matches, you had this, and then you had Natty, and I'm just thinking oh, like Natty. And I, I I don't I'm not trying to sound like a bitch or anything, but why is Natty 
need to be in a money in the bank match. You have Piper, you have Nikki, you have Chelsea Green, who has really grown on me, believe it or not. You have uh, you have Sonia, you have Raquel Gonzalez. Try, give Shotzi a Shotzi versus EO and a money in the bank. I will say this Shotzi might replace uh, Bailey in this. Because Bailey is putting her um, on SmackDown the Friday before, Bailey's putting her spot online against Shotzi because EO said she'll do it. So Shotzi might be a last-minute addition. I do agree that Piper Niven, it's freaking London. Put Piper in the damn match. Um, I don't want to see Piper I, climb the ladder. She doesn't have to climb. She can just do a splash off of it and kill like Zelina Vega. It's going to be a great visual. Um, but no, Piper needs to be in this up. But we might see Shotzi. That is the only caveat to this. We might see Shotzi be a sleeper. Bailey might still get involved and try to like fuck with EO. But Shotzi might be might be involved in this. I need well. I I needed Candice LeRae in this match. I'm sorry. Candice she is perfect is, for this match. She is so tiny, and that woman will literally throw herself with her bionic knees and use the baby as like a weapon. I don't know. <laughs> no, I've seen I Candace just... on the Indies. Candace has done some wild shit in like intergender matches. Like Candace she's... gives zero fucks about her body. She's like four foot nothing. And it's just like, she's, she's so little. She's very petite. She the way she, the way she sells, she sold that, uh, what was it? The chiropractor that Cedric Alexander does. And she went flying. I've seen I'm that. Like, I've seen that. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. You know Cedric's, um, well, you remember Cedric's finisher? It's like a yeah. backstabber? It's like a, back, it's like a backstabber. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did that to Candace. Right? Candace literally like went, almost went out of the ring. It's freaking great. Speaking of backstabbers, there is a uh, there there might I, there's rumors um, that a Caribbean cool might be showing up sometime soon. Hell yeah! <laughs> yes. Yes. Yo, dude, that guy is jacked. Well, I clapped so loud when he showed up at Backlash, man. Like I was screaming. Carly there's... looks so ripped. He's like begging to be in a Marvel movie. He's like, look how fucking jacked I am. Carlito looks better now than he did when he was signed with WWE. He looks better than half the. Yeah. He looks better than half the controversial opinion. He looks better than half the guys down in NXT right now. That's not controversial. That's that's real. Yeah, yeah that's real. And that's, that, that should put everybody on like high alert. Like, I don't know how old Carlito is, but. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'd be like, get your ass to the gym and get like at least a six pack. Like, I, I, I appreciate the dad bod, but you're going to let this dude. Steal your girl. Okay. Yeah, tell Boy. that to Corbin. Leo is 44. Yeah. Damn. So he's he, on HD. Prime. The rumor is, the rumor is, um, MSG SmackDown next week. Hell yeah. That oh, is, man. That, that is the Caribbean cool rumor. I, like I said, un, unconfirmed by any credible sources, uh, but it is, that is Meltzer, potentially a rumor. You tell me Meltz has been wrong before. Yes, absolutely, all the time. Uh, um, fuck Meltzer, so yeah. I hate that anywho, guy so much. Everybody does. Uh, so does, Ugh. anywho, Eo's got to win this in any way, shape, or form, because I can't see anybody else uh, exactly going to, going to Trish, man. I wouldn't mind money in the man, but uh, Trish. Money in the man. I, I also like money in the tank if Shotzi's in it. Ah. <laughs> hey. Trish, Trish has got this. Trish has got this. The only thing I want from this, I want Eo to do a repli do a replication of her war game spot. I want her to like go to the top of the ladder, put a trash yeah, can on her trash head, <laughs> <laughs> and just go. 
That was the most fun I've ever seen anybody have in any sort of match. She was so happy to put a trash can over her head and jump off the top of the cage. I think Lita's going to come out. I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, I'm going with EO on this, but this one, I'm really disappointed that I'm not excited for it. I think Lita's going to come out and backs and not backstab. I think she's going to get Trish back for the beatdown that she put on her. Listen, they're better as enemies. I'll put they that are. There. They are yeah, so much better as enemies. Now, do I better in a sex tape? Do I want Alita and Trish match in 2023? No. 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 She, she, she can't. Tape? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Eddie. Let's move on from. <laughs> let's move on from this. Uh, we're we're pretty much going to me except for who's the factor. Really no, we don't Maybe need to get Ray J anymore. Kim Kardashian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that other girl famous. That, that other girl. <laughs> Anywho, to be so proper match of the night, what it's going to be um, at Money in the Bank, which this might be the main event because it yeah, damn sure deserves it. It is. Bloodline. If this this is so good, it has its own special graphic. Okay, it's so it's totally different from anything else. We have Bloodline Civil War, not not to be confused with Marvel's Civil War, Captain America Civil War. We have Roman and Solo uh, versus the Usos, who have officially left the Bloodline, and we're going to figure out, according to WWE, who will be the ones. All right, here's what we're going to do. I have a feeling the Usos are going to find a way to win this, or some some something crazy is going to happen. But over under, how many super kicks will? Uh, 19. No, you know what? No, no. I, I have a joke for this. They, they, they missed an opportunity. They should have called it the Revolutionary War, and there's going to be 1776 uh, super kicks. <laughs> and they have a cannon, so it's like... This is more of a Revolutionary War because the Usos are staging a coup. Right, they're leaving. They're Is it a coup? Well, no. Well, a coup's a coup's means they're taking over, yeah, but they didn't. Over. They're, they they're, left. They're breaking off. So it's not really a civil war. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's revolution. It is a civil war. war. No, it's a civil war because they're seceding from the bloodline. Mm. Yeah. A coup would be a a coup would be a a, a takeover. Be take over. Yeah, they're not trying to take over. They're they're leaving. It's, it's secession. It's, it's, so it's, it's a revolution. Mm. Yeah, revolutions. Uh, civil, civil war. Civil war means you're going to unite again. Mmm, good call. Yeah. Right? Good call. Right? Good call. I mean, no, civil just means like I don't I don't know how you would define civil in this case. Cause if the way that I think they're trying to do it is that civil war is just a a fight between family, essentially. Like how America's Civil War was like it's a right, it's right. a fight with it's, 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 it's a like, fight within yeah, family. It's, it's the same country still. Whereas yeah. like but the Revolutionary War was technically in between family. It was England. So it was all England. It was a revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is more of a revolution than it is a civil war. I still say civil. I think they don't I... revolution because it stings the Brits a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> it would sting the Brits too much if they, like, if the Usos, like, or they had this match in, like, a harbor somewhere and they started throwing tea. tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> How many super kicks? Oh my god. Also, good good point. Grammatically speaking, civil war is an oxymoron. How can a war be civil if people are dying? That's That's also very true. Yeah, it's very, very true. There's nothing civil about it. Oh, yeah, Roman wins. I think Roman wins. He took the L last time. Dude, you can't have Roman lose twice in a row. Are you kidding me? 
guy's a chocolate mm. chip. He glistens. No. He glistens, Ricky. He fucking glistens. <laughs> he does glisten. Look at him. He's glistening in his picture. He's so shiny. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a lot of photos. It's a lot of good Photoshop in there. Oh, it's, it's, they put a mask so, on So, over, under, I think they're going to do at least 20 super kicks. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Like, because... Uh, do they even punch anybody, or do they just kick them all the time? No, they do some punches from time to time. The young bucks don't punch. That's come on now. Oh That's, yeah. That, the young bucks do not punch at all. Young bucks uh, uh, kick and kick and dive and flip. But yeah, 20, I, 20 sounds about good. I'm gonna go with the Usos on this one because if they're doing it the way I think they're gonna do, who have they picked? Who Roman's gonna go up against at SummerSlam? No, not yet. Okay, so here's how... Oh, I think I have an idea, but I want to hear yours. Okay, so this is what majority of the girls, the girlies and I are thinking, is that Solo is going to cause them the match, right? Roman's already, like, super paranoid as all out. I think... Solo's going to do something that causes him to lose the match. Like he's going to accidentally spike Roman or something like that. And then he's going to go absolute crazy and kick Solo out. And then Solo and the Usos are going to have a united front and they're going to take out Roman, whoever he's going up against at SummerSlam. Mm. Because you can't have one like... Money in the Bank is like one of the new big fours. This is the classic big four. Like SummerSlam, it's Mania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. Sorry, I struck out. Uh, Royal Rumble, <laughs> WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Those are your major four core. You can't ha- not have him. He, I mean, he already didn't go to Puerto Rico, so there was that. And then Puerto Rico didn't need him. I really wish for Backlash they just switched those two matches around. Like the street fight should have been the last match, but that's a whole other story. We agree I with think, you. We agree with I you think, wholeheartedly. Um, something's going to happen between now and SummerSlam. Solo's going to get kicked out. He's going to have to go back to his brothers. And then whoever they pick for Roman to go up at SummerSlam, whether it's the Money in the Bank winner or somebody else, that he's going to cost, they're going to cost Roman the title. It's been three years. He's hit the hundred thousand mark, or not the hundred thousand mark. Oh my god, no, no, no! Please, Jesus, please. we all be dead. They just be willing out his, you know, skeleton. They've already hit the thousand days. Nobody cares about it because they're like, oh, you know, Bruno San Martino did it, and I'm like, well, that was back when the territories existed. Bruno San Martino did it twice. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's. But you know, it's it's because it actually meant something because he could travel with the title, and yeah, Roman you know, didn't travel, and Bruno didn't travel on with three of the same exact belt in different colors. Such right, an and, I'm, and I'm just like, this is like just seeing him. I'm like, that is such a waste of belts. <laughs> Roman does not and care. It's like instead of just you know doing, instead of just letting them do this, they're like, oh, we're just going to create belts and give one to Seth, even though Seth has been putting in the work character-wise, work-wise, to actually take one of those titles off a of Roman. Listen, it's the but, shut up, self, here's a world title. 
Roman's still the guy. Uh, no, <laughs> Roman's put in the work. We booed him for almost a decade. <laughs> like, <laughs> except then, and this is my issue with Roman, is that they took 10 years to turn him heel. And now it's like people are still getting tired of him. And it's just like, it's... And everyone's like, well, I just want to know where all this backlash is coming from all of a sudden. I'm like, dude, it's been three years. Three very long years. It's working. Here's here's where I think you're, you're changed. I think the Usos might win or something, and Solo might turn on Roman or just hit Roman and Roman gets paranoid and kick him out. But I think if we're going to culminate this um, at SummerSlam or we're going to believe that it's going to culminate at SummerSlam because it's not going to culminate at SummerSlam, uh, you give us Jay versus Roman SummerSlam main event for the title. That could work. What? No, Jay does not win. No, no, Jay does not win. Dude, Roman's so been like 1100 days. He, I hope you're ready for Roman to carry his belt into the next Year's Mania. Like, it's going to happen. No, yeah, and, no, that, that no, is exactly has, what's happening. He's got to lose it. I'm so, like, the, he's those gonna titles. He's going to lose it on the biggest stage possible or on a house show just because just WWE wants to fuck with people. But no, he's going to lose on the biggest stage possible and it's going to be in Philly. I can't, let's see, I, I can't do it. <laughs> on Peacock. <laughs> I, I I just I can't do it anymore. Oh, I'm still Listen, a trained man. I am. Still yeah, I'm a still there. I'm still a I'm woman there. leg humper. I don't care. I'll say it. Yeah. So, well, who do you have for winning this? You're saying Roman, right? Yeah, Roman, Roman, and, Roman and Solo. Unless unless Solo just turns on Roman and joins the Usos, it's a three hundred one beatdown. It's not even like a real match. Yeah, there, there's some intriguing that's going to happen, but it is going to be cinema. Suck that, Martin Scorsese. Let's move along uh, to, hey, the other thing that's a world title that no one really cares about because Roman has three of them. Uh, Finn, <laughs> God. Finn Balor, who has had a phenomenal video package of him versus Seth freaking Rollins, the guy who's trying to legitimize his world heavyweight title so much he actually defended it on NXT a couple of weeks ago. So there you go. Um, yeah, Seth this, Rollins. This, this picture of Seth, this, he's thinking, I'm so cool. The rest of us are going, yeah, no you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say he has the better looking of the world titles. It's a gorgeous. It does. Belt. It looks yeah. phenomenal. He has a better look in the world titles. This match didn't have any steam until Finn Balor's uh, video package on Monday where he talked about relinquishing the title, the universal title, the first ever one for 22 hours after Seth fucked up his career for a very long time. Thanks, Seth, for that. Um, and Seth came out right after Finn had relinquished and laughed in Finn's face. And apparently Finn has held on to it. Um, we are finally getting that Prince McDevitt again, you know, kind of like... Finn Balor 2.0 when he returned to NXT and had a crazy stellar run as their as a two-time champion again. He said, Finn is so confident, he's like, I'm not even fucking bringing the demon back. Yeah, because he lost. <laughs> so um, I was I was kind of hoping for Jack the Ripper demon like he did in NXT when he did London that one time. Yeah, that uh, yeah Jack, mm-hmm. the Ripper, Jack the Ripper uh, demon was really fun. This yes. match caught a lot of steam really quick. Um, they really are trying to build up Finn. He's kind of got that angry edge back again. Thank God. Uh, but Seth, this time, <gasps> this title's too new for 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 Seth to lose oh, it. Oh no! Uh-oh, we we have we have we have disasters. What's going on there, Alexis? Oh no no no! Oh my God! What happened? What do we, what do we got it's here? Just- this Jeopardy. thought just came through my head. Ooh. I, all right, let's hear this. Priest wins money in the bank. Yeah. Seth beats Finn. Yeah. Damien tries to cash in on Seth. It's a failed cash-in. 
And Finn Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And then they tried, and I know they're really big on Judgment Day right now, but come Monday, they are they having Raw in the States or are they going to be in London still? Raw will return to the States, I believe. Okay. Then yeah, the Sunday, Sunday's a travel day. Yeah. So they both lose in Judgment Day impacts because Rhea is women's champion and she's doing what she needs to be doing and she don't have time for their little petty BS because now she's got somebody who's either going to She's that could possibly come after her title. Mm. Oh, we just got plenty of time. She got no competition. Right. Yeah. So I, that's, that's, that is like a worst case scenario. Yeah. That'd be really cool though. If that yeah. happens, I'm going to Finn fucks him over. That'd be interesting. Yeah. If this and... happens, I'm going to scream and then sue WWE for creative, uh, stealing my idea. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They've stolen our ideas before. <laughs> you said something like, wait a minute. No, uh, you just had good ideas of writing on the wall. Yeah. Nicole has been screaming from the rooftops that Lacey Evans needs to have, like, the Sergeant Slaughter gimmick. And what, like, two weeks ago, she came out with the hat, doing the salute and everything, doing the... I'm like, they're bugging. They're listening to the podcast now because that means they have no idea what they're doing. Lacey Evans needs to come out and start praising Russia. Let's be real. She becomes oh, a Russian sympathizer. Yeah, or, 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 or China, one or the other, or both. Russia, both. Russia, Russia. Um, now, they, they they really dropped the ball with Lacey Evans for a while. But anyway, back to yeah, this match. Awesome. I think Seth wins. Um, yeah, Seth wins. I'm, I'm very interested to see what outfit Seth comes out in. I'm, I'm thinking another Elton John cosplay like he did at Clash. Uh, Seth complained without a belt. How much is he going to complain after he loses the belt? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is this the Seth shut up belt? You don't take it off of him. <laughs> yeah, not not for, a, not for a long time. I mean, Seth was complaining about this belt so badly, Becky was complaining for him in interviews as well. You know, so it, it it was it was a big gripe, but yeah. Now Seth's winning. They're gonna put on a fun match. Uh, Seth might try to kill Finn's shoulder again, but we'll see how that plays out. But but Seth wins us all the way. Let's move on uh, to hey bro, Matt Riddle's alive, uh, but not for long because he's going up against Gunther. Yep. <laughs> Bathroom break. Yeah, he's going up against Gunther. Matt Riddle is going to get annihilated because you're never taking this belt up, Gunther. Not for a very, very long time, especially over in the UK. This is going to be amazing because I can't wait for Riddle to die. And if it's, if it's, I don't think it's just me. Are we all tired of Riddle? Because I'm tired of him. I've never liked him. Truth be Fair. told, I never saw the big deal about it. Um, Never, I mean, all he does is steal other people's moves and just put bro in front of it. We've seen this gimmick before. Rob Van Dam did it way better. <laughs> yes. We've seen other people do the stoner bro thing. Um, he's not a very good person. Him and his ex-wife have the podcast blocked on Twitter because apparently we didn't like, they didn't like the fact that we called her out being like a really ratchet ass bitch excuse my language, <laughs> uh, to a lot of the women in the locker room saying that, uh, what was it, that Charlotte Flair is not hot enough to be a wrestler and she needs to train with her. Meanwhile, her, his ex-wife has no ass. So <laughs> built, like a, built like a surfboard and Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob. Like, 
apparently she heard what we said and she didn't like that and neither did Matt. So um well, I just don't I don't I don't like him. I I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a wrestler. That's why I try not to talk about it because some people are like, well, you can't divide blah, 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 blah. I want Gunther to cave his chest in. Oh, it's going to happen. I can't and wait I'm for gonna it. And I'm going to love it. I can't wait. The best thing about this is like KO hating him so much that in like the segment, I think on Monday, he, they were KO and Sam were talking to Imperium and he was like, he was like, I hate Riddle and Sam. I was like, we got to defend him. And KO's like, we got to defend him? All right. <laughs> like, the things they're doing with KO is amazing. But yes, no, Gunther is going to annihilate Riddle because, as Fred said, the the honkometer is going to be broken in September. And, Gun- <laughs> and Gunther will break the Honky Talk Man's record for longest intercontinental title reign. Thank God. Awesome. That gimmick. I've been intercontinental champion for... Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact Santino's back. I'm glad he's an impact, and it's just I forgot how funny he actually was. Oh, Santino's a great guy. He's got a fucking snake sock puppet over. Do you remember, <laughs> real quick, Sideberg? Do you remember the snake, the cobra versus Mr. Sacco at the Royal Rumble? Yes. <laughs> remember Jinder Mahal played the flute and he was dancing. <laughs> No, I don't actually. I need to find that. So like, so, yeah. What brought the sock puppet? Jinder Hall brought a flute and started playing it, and then Santino started <laughs> dancing like with the, the snake started Let's dancing, go. dude. It was fucking. It was ridiculous and really funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, WWE is really good with the right amount of ridiculous. But all in all, Gunther is gonna win this, and I can't wait to have Riddles get the bro slapped out of him for once. Uh, nine lives and they're up, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is, it is over. Uh, speaking of people who have nine lives and still is going to have more lives because people are still going to boo Dominic Mysterio when he goes up against the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Speaking of American and Revolution, how is Cody going to be received when he comes out in red, white, and blue like Homelander in the UK? I'm very, I'll be very interested in that. I'm going to say he's over like Rover, over but... Like Rover. Yeah. Um, especially Cody because he put in the work over there, like all the... Fair. Europe has this weird thing for American independent wrestlers. I don't where, know. Because well, they don't come over a whole lot. So when they do, it's a big deal. I remember being on here, what, a year ago? Just about. We were bitching and complaining about Cody Rhodes. Yeah, rightfully so. I was so, and I'm going to hate myself for this, when he was going up against Roman, I really was like, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. You know, like really just, I did the whoa thing. I wore my Dusty Listen, Road shirt for we good, good luck. We were I all wasn't. with you. And I'm just like, whatever. a year <laughs> ago, I, a year ago, I was on Kings of the Rings complaining about this. And now I want this guy to win. And I'm behind him 100%. And I don't know if I drank the Kool-Aid or if I was just tired of Roman or he would be an amazing cult leader. Cody Rhodes can, like, just make anybody kind of just, like, put in his kind of shoes kind of thing. I don't know. Reverend Rhodes, man. Reverend Rhodes. Cody's going to win unless 
if Rhea tries something, I think Brandy needs to show up and slap her. No, no, no. We do not need Brandy. Okay. I saw what happened with AEW heels. Brandy needs to stay on the sideline for a while. I'll accept Pharaoh the dog who showed up on Raw. I'm very happy that Pharaoh was there. Pretty cool. They were in Georgia. I get it. We do not need Brandy. Damn but- it. Cody said the N-word to Quan. I don't remember that. No, he's what? like Cody Say. Oh, I like to <laughs> yeah. read that. But, uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me why this picture of Dom just screams, "Bro, did you? Are you seriously talking during quiet reading time?" <laughs> <laughs> if this, if this is supposed to be it's intimidating, so we got great graphics today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's better than the AEW graphics we put in that video game. <laughs> <laughs> Although I heard it's good according to Mr. Pratt's. but yeah, now Cody's gonna be good. The woe might be the loudest ever. Um, it's gonna be fantastic, but Cody's beating Dom because Dom can just take a loss because everybody loves to see Dom lose. Yeah. But again, that goes with the thing. If Dom loses and Finn loses and Priest wins, Priest can kind of hoard that over think, the other two. Wins. He's like, why aren't why aren't I the leader? Yeah, it'd be bad if Judgment Day went 0 for 3 at Money in the Bank. Yeah, so there is credence to that. They lose I mean, at this all the time, other than Rhea. They lose all the time. Finn won on Monday. At this point, Rhea... win matches that matter. At this point, Rhea is the leader of Judgment Day, if anybody asks me. And we've talked about this, too, on our show. It's just that Judgment Day, they... I get it now, they have their footing... But it's like for the longest time, what was their exact reason? They weren't they weren't going after the U.S. title or the IC title, whatever show they were on. They have enough people to have tag teams. You never saw Damian or Dom trying to go for it, or Damian and Finn. And it's just like, what are you guys doing? Very emo. They're the emo band of or the emo group of of wrestling for a while. Nah, they they not the emo group. Like that they're, goes to they're dark better order. emo than the skills. <laughs> good, all right, good call. I'll take that. The dark order is is super super emo. Uh, but for some reason, as much as Judgment Day loses, they still listen. Damian Priest is in a good position. Dominic is in a crazy position. I used to call for Dominic to go to NXT, and now I'm like, we need him. He just gets <laughs> he's a heat map. <laughs> you know. I think so. I think Priest. Like people forgot how good Priest was because for a while he was just kind of like. Damien's babysitter is like the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I think the street fight in Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny really Fantastic. told people like, yeah, hey, this guy can carry a main event. Tom yeah. is this weird yeah. lesbian lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, because I know lesbians and they, if they saw that haircut, they'd be like, nah, shave it off. <laughs> if you think of like how much, how who is Judgment Day helped? The answer is just, it's just Dom, right? Because, like, Rhea, Rhea's career has been super elevated, but not because of Judgment Day. Rhea's pretty much done that on her own. Like, Judgment Day doesn't help Rhea do anything. I'll give you that. In Rhea's, um, in Rhea's signature matches, Judgment Day is nowhere to be found. Right. Which is an interesting booking choice. They yeah. Can't. They can't hit women. Like, Rhea, yeah. Rhea can help Dom because she can hit men, and it's believable. Yeah. Right? She could but, power slam men too. Like, it's it's judgment, crazy. My point is like Judgment Day didn't help Rhea. Rhea helped herself. It gave her a new character, sure, but the Judgment Day itself didn't elevate her. It really only elevated Dom. It's done nothing for Finn, and it's done nothing yeah. for Priest. Because uh, remember when it's, when Rhea showed up? Continue. When when Rhea showed up for her grand, you know, that thing that they did, no one cheered. 
when she was like, she's the new member of judgment day. Nobody cheered. No one even really made any noise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's like, Oh, we saw that coming. Thanks Meltzer. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. But no, Dom Dom loses, and somehow he still remains the biggest heat magnet in all of wrestling. MJF could take some lessons from it. Um, so, yeah, Cody wins. Move on. We got a couple more matches. Oh, yeah, there's tag team titles because they got fused. Uh, Shayna and Ronda, who will not be tag team champions for long, I think, are going to face in a proper rematch against Raquel and Lib because, surprise, surprise, Lib came back from a shoulder injury really, really early, which is very surprised. Yeah. Very, very surprising. This got added last uh, last week on SmackDown. So now there's only one uh, pair of tag team champions, Shayna and Ronda, facing Liv and Raquel. I do believe Shayna and Ronda are just transitional in nature, and they will drop to uh, to Liv and Raquel because I think, uh, obviously, Liv getting injured was not supposed to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, this, I think they're going to put the titles back on them. What do you got, Alexis? I'm going with Raquel and Liv. I love Shayna, but I cannot stand Ronda Rousey. I don't like her. Um, that's all I'm going to say about Ronda. I wish yeah. I wish Shayna would have a match with uh, with um, Rhea or Oscar. I'm still crossing my fingers for an Oscar Shayna match one day because of that tease we got at Elimination Chamber. I, I like Liv. I think they pulled the trigger on her a little too early when it came to get, doing the SmackDown champion. I wasn't like one of those people mm, who were like, yeah. I was not one of those people who were shitting on her for having the title. I think that had to do with who she was going up against. And she really didn't have much to do except, you know, the same three people. And then she dropped it back to Rousey. Um, Raquel, I would love to see as a future women's champ. I want her to be a powerhouse. So, you know, do that. Have Shayna go up against Ronda at SummerSlam. Do something. I I, I just don't like Ronda Rousey. And uh, same thing with Matt Riddle. A lot of the personal dislike I have for her gets gets put into what I say about her. So I'm just going to leave it at Liv and Raquel take mm-hmm. the titles. Un- understandable. I think the thing with Liv, uh, especially with her first title run, one, I think she did cash in on Rousey. People are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were like, wow. Um, I think the thing with Liv is that Liv didn't find her character until a little bit later. Like, I love crazy kind of invoking her inner Jeff Hardy, Liv Morgan. Like, it's actually phenomenal. Oh, um, so much bashing Liv Morgan in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like when she like when I think her match at Extreme Rules when she was like kind of unhinged. I was like, she's got it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the Liv Morgan that we need. Like, just this crazy psycho and then she gets injured and then they relegated her to the tag team division, but like, her and Raquel were trying to make it work and they just got cut short. That's why I think they are going to get these tag titles uh, back. Well, I'm assuming you really don't care about this match. I don't care, but I think Ronda and Shayna are keeping them because who, who cares with this makeshift other two random tag team? Of all the makeshift tag teams outside of Chelsea and Sonya, which Chelsea Green is just Alicia Fox in disguise. Um, <laughs> her, her TikToks are really funny, though. Who, Chelsea Green? Did you see what they put up on WWE? Like, they've been starting yeah. state TikToks? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was like a compilation. It was really funny. She gets out of the car in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> she really just honk at me. <laughs> 
brilliant. Um, what I will say, Liv and Raquel were getting there to try to make themselves at least look like a legitimate tag team and like matching gear and stuff. And I feel like they had something going. It was just cut short. Uh, but also, Shane and Ronda, Shane and Ronda, and they're still at this time. Um, from a, I guess, more of a global perspective outside of the marks, they are the bigger name, especially Ronda. Um, and you, they've, they, Dude, you I know, got Ronda on the roster. To be honest, like her star power is gone. No one cares about Ronda Rousey anymore. She can't talk. That's the issue. And Shayna's a better talker, but not by much. Shayna is. I think being, and I didn't mean to interrupt, but I think Shayna right. being put with Ronda is kind of not doing anything for Shayna. It's supposed to help Ronda, but it does bad for Shayna. And look, if this was Ronda Rousey from like 10 years ago, when she was still like the undefeated, you know, badass or whatever, that'd be one thing. But she gets no response from the crowd. And as like a wrestler, that is the worst thing you can get at least Baron Corbin gets a reaction from from the crowd. Like my daughter calls him the toilet king for I don't know how she came up with that. No, wait. Wow. It's, wow. When he was, it's when he was he was King Corbin. It was King Corbin and he was being carried and she goes, Mom, why is he pooping? I go, he's not pooping. And she's like, well, he looks like he's sitting on a toilet. He's a toilet king. And I'm like, I love it. I love it. I don't know what That's to amazing. say. That is she, amazing. She's evil. My child is is something. I don't I'm know what she is, but she's something. Corbin in this later because he does respond to social media. He's got a she's got a chef messing with him on TikTok. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I just I'm chef reactions is really funny. With but Corbin. I Shayna was so, <laughs> yeah. Just give my daughter just give my daughter credit. That's all you I will. ask. You okay. bum-ass toilet king. So, anywho, yeah, this is going to be a toss-up for the tag titles. I wouldn't be surprised if they hide this somewhere in the middle of a card. Uh, and that actually is the last match on the card that we have here. So, Money in the Bank, again, is going on this weekend from the O2 Arena in London. 3 p.m. start time on the East Coast. So, you guys have no damn excuse not to miss. It's in the middle of a freaking Saturday. You can take your afternoon out, watch this, and go about your... Uh, Go about your Memorial Day week. I'm uh, not Memorial Day fault. July 4th weekend or Canada Day for my people up north. Happy Canada Day in advance. Uh, Freds and not Slack, but also the Queen Danny Nolan. Uh, so be it as it may, what do we expect from this Money in the Bank premium live event formerly known as a pay-per-view in the score of 1 to 10 crowns? 1 being the worst pay-per-view ever like that exploding deathmatch main event or 10, <laughs> 10 being the greatest thing that you have ever seen. Alexis, what are you going to... How do you think this premium live event will go? I'm going to give it at least maybe a six. Ooh. Ooh, that's, yeah, it's pretty low. Because I, I, I know the only thing that I'm personally interested in is the bloodline imploding, all the super kicks that it's going to be flying around, and the men's money in the bank match, and what Seth Rollins is going to win, is going to wear. Other yeah. than that, I... I I just I don't know. Six, I'm not six I, I, low, though. Wow. I, I'm not expecting much. Like I I'm just not expecting much, which sucks because Money in the Bank is actually one of my favorite matches of the year. Mm-hmm. I I mean the women's could be a sleeper match. I mean any of these matches could honestly be a sleeper match, but I, I don't know. I just don't feel the hype for it this year. 
understandable. Will Tarasak, who do, how, how much are you going with this? Um, how many crowns? I'm going to give it an eight and a half. In a, a Forbidden Door, we didn't crown Forbidden Door. I'm going to give Forbidden Door seven. Oh, yeah. Seven and a half for Forbidden Door. But this one, I'm going to give a strong eight and a half. I think it's a great card. There's a few duds I don't care about. But uh, I'm open to be surprised. So. Yeah. For me, I'm, I'm also going to give it a strong eight and a half. I think it's going to be a really, really solid show. Um, I, I, I have this visual now of Seth coming out uh, as one of the British Royal Guards with, like, the hat and everything. That would be cool. No, that's what Cody's <laughs> probably going to come out like. No, I think I think Cody's going to be Homelander Cody. We're going to get we're going to get British. We're going to get Royal Guard British Seth. And I think we're going to have colonial Logan Paul because he would be that Oh, obnoxious up a heel, yeah. Oh, and I hope he gets skeleton of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, <laughs> no, no. she comes. She definitely comes out as a Street Fighter character. I don't yeah, know what's going on. The Scott British or the Scott Irish Welsh part of me wants to just bust out laughing right now, but the other part's like, no, don't you dare. Like I want I want Logan Paul to come out with like the drums and everything. He's gonna <laughs> get booed so loud. Yeah, I can't wait for it either. <laughs> I can't and wait. A Yes, yes, I want powdered wig, Logan Paul. <laughs> oh, I could. Servants holding prime. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, pretty much. Uh. Pretty much. Uh, I can't wait for it, but I, I'm very excited for Money in the Bank. If you are, like I said, or like we said earlier, in the New York City area and you want to watch it with Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, uh, be sure to show up at Dave & Buster's um, right outside of the Barclays Center. They're going to be hosting a WWE official watch party where you could win tickets to WrestleMania, as well as a prize pack of Money in the Bank uh, in the Money in the Bank briefcase with official WWE merch. Uh, it's, it's completely free, too, which is pretty great. So thanks, WWE. Hopefully you do that again in the future. But with that being said we're pretty much done uh first and foremost alexis thank you for joining us and being a part of one of our big shows dear you have been wonderful as thank always you. um you again obviously you're more than welcome anytime i think will this is your first time uh yes. interacting with alexis yes. you're 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 a great guest uh you you and the rest of your girls are welcome back anytime on the show but before we do get going is there anything that you would like to plug uh follow us on twitter down for the count 19 you can See it right here. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at D4TC underscore 19. Uh, check out our girl Tiff, our fearless leader. Uh, her YouTube and Instagram page is Psych Design TV 2, T O O. She goes uh, live every Monday, Tuesday, and Friday talking about WWE, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. You can follow Don for the Count on uh, Anchor, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And um, really, that's it. Just, you know, thanks for everyone who's supporting us. Thanks for letting me come back on the show. I have a blast with you guys. And just, we got some things working on. And hopefully when I'm done with college... Things will be a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, seriously, tell us all of your cybersecurity secrets that you've learned because we need to know. <laughs> I, will, I will I will make sure I do that on the extreme extreme download. Okay. <laughs> that's that's perfectly fine. That's exactly how I would like it to be. Are you gonna be joining us for the post show or are you gonna be uh skedaddling? Um, I can join for the post show. 
Great, because we're gonna play we're gonna play some quick games of Am I the Asshole? Awesome. I just have to go check on my kid first, make sure she's still okay. <laughs> go right ahead. While you do that, well, Tarasha, can you get us out of here, please, sir? Yes, sir. Let me hit that button. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 345. Money for the Marks 2023, our eighth time we've been doing this special, which means it's like my eighth year doing this goddamn show, which is absolutely bonkers. Uh, I've enjoyed my time. It's really opened up my world. Uh, thanks for Will Tarasak for just saying, hey, just come back next week. And that's how it really all started. Never uh, leave. <laughs> Yes, uh, you can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets when I decide to pop my head in again. Find Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast across all social media. Like, share, subscribe, leave us five-star reviews. If you want to support us, you can even join our uh, $5 Patreon. Or you more more importantly, we have some great merch of all different um, of all different styles and colors and sizes and designs. Will has his merch. I have my merch. KOTR has the merch. WrestleAddict Radio has a bunch of merch featuring um, all of our shows which includes the WrestleMania podcast, um, the Brace for Impact podcast, and the Young Lions Perspective podcast. You can follow Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else on social media. The links to all of that stuff, including our merchandise um, and everything in between, is in the description below, wherever you are listening to us or you are watching us uh, right now. Once again, Alexis, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will definitely have to collaborate. We need to get on Down for the Count Wrestling podcast. I want to I want to yeah. do an all-women's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I want to be in that atmosphere. I, I pretty much, I used to hang out in sorority houses, so I, I'm okay with this. It has. We're not really a sorority. We're more of like a fraternity with just girls who swear and yell out. <laughs> that's that's a sorority. That's a sorority. <laughs> That's pretty much what a sorority is. Anyway, we're going to keep this conversation going on the post show. But first, Will Tarasak. Happy anniversary, I guess. I know. Happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary. It has been a wild eight years, Ricky. It's been a crazy experience on this podcast. There's no other man I'd rather do it than the man yourself. So thank you for keeping this podcast alive. And ladies and gentlemen, you're very welcome. We are just getting started. We got eight years and counting because this podcast is the fun podcast. My other podcast is the business podcast being talking Tara Shuck, T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. A lot of fun stuff coming from next. I am a professional podcast host, which I do this shit for a living. Uh, but in the last few minutes here, I want to say a big RIP to Stitcher. Stitcher has announced yesterday that they are closing their doors officially. The podcast platform I've listened to podcasts on for the past 12 years. Wow. So wow. I'm officially moving over to Spotify, and it hurts my soul. <laughs> Stitcher, you're the real one. RIP to a legend. <laughs> uh, RIP to a legend. When we come back next week, folks, uh, we're going to do all of our Money in the Bank recap. Hopefully no one has cashed in. Probably not, because there's going to be some woman who's going to cash in. At some point, probably Dave's EO cashing back. in on Asuka. <laughs> What's up? Dave's coming back. Dave's cashing in. <laughs> Dave's coming. Dave's cashing in. Oh, my God. We should definitely we should have definitely done a Money in the Bank giveaway where somewhere one of our Hall of Famers can cash in, a, cash in an appearance. Cash in one okay day. in his takeover. <laughs> <laughs> can I just uh, yeah. do a quick shout-out real quick? Because right, um, right. uh, this is from my mom and dad because my mom actually listens to the show. And hey, she's, like, one of our biggest supporters. Today is her and my dad's 50th wedding anniversary. Uh, so congratulations uh, to my mom and dad. Yes. So, that's the golden one. Dad. 
That's the goal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And here's to a couple more years because I'm not ready for them to go anywhere. But congratulations to my mom and dad. So absolutely, congratulations to to the parents of, of this wonderful, wonderful young woman, Alexis. 50. Stop lying. They know that's not real. <laughs> well, you're the one who revealed that, anyway, folks. We'll be back next week. Money in the Bank recap. <laughs> Cashing in on something. Uh, goodbye. Good night. Fuck you, Slack. I don't care how cool you are. And uh, we'll see you soon. This has been a Wrestle Attic Radio branded podcast.